Alright fans, we are back with uh, episode 2, part 2 episodes. I don't know how they got this thing set up. I just know that this is the part, uh, Mark Gordy HCW part 2. It, I, I just called, I don't know what this thing is. It's called episode 3 or something. I don't know. I don't understand this crap. So, uh, just look for um, Mark Gordy part 2 HCW. This is it. Okay. Alright Mark, we're back and... Um, we uh starting with uh where Steve Bryant and Randall Fanning uh bought the promotion from uh Tori Eaton's dad Bud. So we talked a little bit about them uh taking over with with uh Pete Cannon booking and then um uh then you said they took over they were they took over the book and everything, so um just, uh, go start there from your memories of uh, all the stuff that, ha that was going on at that time period. Uh, well, okay. Um, they uh, they took over, and of course, uh, they took over right here at the old building over off of Sparta Street. And uh, I, I believe they might have had it the last maybe month. Jake was in that building, I think, if I'm not mistaken. I could be mistaken. I'm, I'm not for sure. Because it, it seems like it was, uh, it was around about October, the end of October, that Jake, we had the last show at Jake's old building. I, if, I, if I'm not mistaken, it was Halloween night of... Um, 1996, I think. Or, anyway, it seemed like... It was 90... Go ahead. I want to say it was... Okay, I want to say... I no, know, no, 97. 90, 97. It was 97. Yeah, it was 97. <laughs> uh, because didn't... Uh, I think it was 97 because it was Halloween. Did, and uh, didn't I wrestle Cat Tatter and he was dressed up like Kiss or something? I think he had like, like Ace Freely like, and made his face up like Ace Freely or something. I had to wrestle him with my hand tied behind my back or something. It seemed like I remember something like that. Yeah, and he had like Kiss makeup on. Yeah, like Kiss. okay. Yeah, that was, the, um, that was the last night at the old Jake's. And, um, yeah, that would have been October 31st of 1997. So, uh, but uh, they had run, I guess, there probably about a month or so before going over to the old cheese factory off of Red Road, and uh, which was a way bigger building, uh, and uh, it used to be an old cheese factory. <laughs> but uh, that's what everybody knew it uh, as. That's what they made in the building as. It was the old cheese factory. Yeah. It was huge. I mean, that building was huge. Oh, yeah. I mean, the, the main room we were in, that it had another huge room. As you, if you come in the front doors, if you went to the left, there's another huge room in there. That was a, that was even bigger than the one that uh, we ended up having the, the wrestling in. But I don't, I, don't, I don't know if he had... I don't know if he had, like, he could run anywhere in the building. I don't know if he had that part. Uh, I don't know if that was separate from what he was renting out or what. But. I remember when we first moved over there, 
we were in that, um, like I said, you come in that first part, you come in that door, and there was, uh, on the right-hand side was the room where he had all his auction stuff in there. And if you oh, yeah. then on the left side, uh, you go into the the room where the wrestling was. Uh, but okay. if you if you stayed straight on that hallway, you went down, and there was where the heels dressed. Yeah. And then if the baby faces actually dress, you go inside the where the where the ring and stuff was set up. You actually go in there, and then you go on this other door, and there was a building. And now the back side. Of that room where the Bayface dressed, you can go through the door. Now I do remember now. I want to say probably it was probably like three shows maybe after they moved there that they caged off and locked up that backside where you couldn't go off the Bayface door out back around where the yeah. hills were. Cause some guy rented that little bitty strip uh, out. Remember <laughs> yeah, that? Okay. Yeah. And oh yeah. Yeah. And yeah. he rented out that little bitty narrow hallway. Which connected, oh, wow. the, yeah, and they locked all that up, and it was like, okay, but on that back side, I remember where the where the baby faces dressing room was. If you go on the other side of this door, this is other hallway, and there was two other rooms that were bigger. Than, I mean, they were twice as big as where the wrestling was at. Oh yeah. I mean, there was the rooms in there were just gigantic, like big warehouses. Oh yeah. And, and we were in the smallest room, and it was, and that room was massive. Yeah, yeah, uh-huh. But, um, yeah, so they moved over there, and, uh, um, November 7th, I got the tape here, I'm looking right at it, uh, ACW, November 7th, 1997 was the first show at the Cheese Factory. Okay, and I, I got can, a question, when, sure. okay, the old Jake's out on Sparta, was it Sparta Highway, is that it was? Yeah, Sparta, Sparta Street, Sparta, Sparta something. Sparta Street, Sparta Highway was the main road through um, McMinnville. So I think it was Sparta Street, something, whatever it was. <laughs> uh, that was a really small, and the people were right on top of you. And I, the atmosphere, man, it seemed like, I, this is just my opinion, from working the old Jake's building, the small one, the people were on top of you. The atmosphere, and it just seemed like it was... I don't know. Then we moved over to the cheese factory. It seemed like we lo lost a little bit of that closeness. I guess you know. I mean, it's still good yeah. crowd, and still they were still loud and rowdy. But I, I don't know. Mm -hmm. they, just they weren't on top of you anymore, and it just it, to me it seemed like lost a little bit of the feel. I don't. I don't know if it was just me or did you sense any of that? Yeah, from watching these tapes back. Um, yeah, uh, I sense that. Um, there was times where people were just, I don't know, I just didn't seem really, uh, I don't really think it was, you know, what they were watching, they were into it, it's just, yeah, I, I believe the old Jakes uh, had a little more, um, it was a little more, um, louder, acoustically, <laughs> or whatever the hell it's called. Um, yeah, it seemed like they were into it a little bit more at the old Jake's. I think it was just because they were, I mean, I think some of the crowds at the Cheese Factory were actually some bigger crowds, but I think with just being so close, I, I don't know if it, they just felt more, especially because when, when you went out in the, outside the ring at the old Jake's, man, you were right on top of them. 
And I think it just seemed like they, they were into it more. I mean, they were still into it at the Cheese Factory, but I think it were more spread out. And they went, and just, I don't know, just to me, it just seemed like they, the action, they was just, I mean, they, you know, the Cheese Factory, the, the shows were still good. It was same crew, same stuff, but it just, I don't know, there was just something about it. it I don't know, it just seemed like it wasn't, the, the mystique of it was gone. Yeah. Hey, remember the, the heel crowd over there on that one side? Yes. Uh, oh, yeah, man, they used to get on me big time. I was a baby face. Oh, man. What if, man. Okay, I, I got to tell a little story before I forget it. What about the night the night that they they, popped, they brought Billy Travis in as a baby face, and that heel crowd was on him, and he <laughs> pulled out his junk and shook it at him. You remember oh, that? I haven't thought of that since it happened. Oh man. my gosh! I'll never forget oh. that. Oh my lord! I remember uh, oh. talking to him in the back, and I was thinking, "Well, you know, rest in peace, Billy." But Billy yeah. had his demons, you know. Oh, yeah. and I was talking to him in back, and I thought he, he seems a little, a little too happy, you know. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but I remember oh he come, he come back there actually. Uh, Troy's dad, because he helped, he helped do security and stuff sometimes when he was there. He uh, so he wanted all the shows. I remember he was, but when he'd come, he'd help. I think he'd help do security. I think, or I don't know. I remember he would do. I think he did, didn't he? Sometimes. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, I know he had a headset. Uh, he uh, he always had the headset gimmick where he could yeah. like talk to the, or walkie-talkies or yeah. he, I think he had a headset gimmick and a walkie-talkie. I just remember him. I just remember him coming back there. He goes, that guy just shook his his thing at the crowd. I was like, huh? And uh, and he he went back out and they say no. Billy comes in. He's like. What the F is going on out there? He said, As I'm the baby face, I had to turn hill on him. And I was I was just sitting there and, and, and I remember Joe goes, What'd you do, Billy? He said He said I was out there and, and me and Tommy was working and they turned and they were healing on me. And I looked at Tommy and said, Tommy get some heat and Tommy goes, I can't. They they don't like their heel crowd. And he said, well, I'll get, I said, I'll turn heel in. And he stopped up, ripped it out on him. And Steve come back. And Randall come, Randall come back there. Steve come back there. And I was like, oh, man. And Randall said, you got to go now. And Steve goes, Billy. Oh, and, and Billy you goes. You know how Jake and Miss Jean was. Oh, what did yeah. they do? I don't even remember. Did they, did they know about it? Did they find out? Yeah, I, it was going crazy. It was my, and Billy said, I said, all right, I'm out of here. So Billy, he he looked and goes, he looked at me and he's he, I mean, he said, he looked he said, he looked at me, he said, uh, I can't remember, he said something to me and uh gave me a hug. And then he looked, he said, Who he said, tell Steve to give my pay off to Joe. He said he said, Any of y'all boys have a uh think anybody else uh deserve it more than Joe does? I'm like, no, we'll give Joe. He said Tell Steve to give my payoff to Joe. He grabbed his bag. He still had his gear on him. Went out the door. And, Damn. Uh, I, didn't, I didn't know about that. <laughs> yeah. yeah so I don't know if they ever gave his payoff to Joe or not, but he told he told him, said, tell Steve to give my payoff to Joe. Uh, and he grabbed his bag and left. 
<laughs> but yeah, I yeah. never forget that, man. I was like, what the? Yeah, I used to get mad. I'd go out there and, you know, I hated being a baby face. I'd do my best trying to get over it, man. That, that one sexual boy would just eat me alive. And I'm like, gosh. It's the only time I was ever over. <laughs> <laughs> they, they loved my ass. I mean, they, it's the only time I was ever over ever anywhere. But and they, I mean, they were there like every week for a long time. It seemed like. Yeah, for a long time. Um, yeah, that was November. They were there November seventh. Uh, do you remember being at the old place? No, that's exactly what I was going to say. I don't remember being at the, them being that you know being at the old Jake's. Cause I was like, you know, I was like, man, I'm finally getting over as a babyface, and next, you know, because I work cat in that gimmick match, you know, next week, yeah. you know, next show we go across town to the new building, and I'm getting booed out of the building. I'm like, what the crap? But it was only that one section. It was about fifteen or twenty of them. You know, the rest of the crowd, you know, were regular, you know, for the babyfaces, but that one section, yeah. boy, and boy, they would let you have it too. I mean, they were here for you know. I mean, there's Hill fans, but they they were rowdy. I mean, they oh, it was good. It was uh-huh. it was crazy. Yeah, you'll you'll see them too if uh, I ever get these transferred over, man. Uh, they're a rowdy bunch, and they stayed there. They stayed like that. I know. I that was November seventh, uh, and I remember because I was able to write down some of the the matches of some of the tapes I went through and they were still there in February not as many but there was still some over there in that section yeah I think my last match there was was end of January 1st of February and uh yeah they were still there yeah when uh-huh. I left they were so it was yeah but that uh that first card you want to know the first card there at the cheese fight? Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Right let, yeah, let everybody know what was on that first card. Um, Shane Martin, who later became Slammer. And insane Shane yeah. later on. Yeah, uh, he, he became, I mean, uh, he worked cycles down. I wonder who, who that was. Tony Fox. Uh, oh, that was the... Uh, <laughs> Oh, that's the tape. Arm the arm ringer. Yeah, if yeah, if people, people, if you ever see this, if it ever gets out, which eventually will, Mark's gonna get this stuff out. But when it gets out, I'm doing commentary, which I did a lot of commentary for uh, for HCW when Stephen Randall had it, and uh, the arm ringer. Yo, oh Shane was arm ringing the crap out of of his arm. He was ringing the hell out of that arm, I'm telling you. Oh, my Lord. Okay, I'm sorry, go ahead, go ahead. Then, you know, uh, people, this is so funny. This tape alone, the November 7th, uh, 1997, the next match, the Nazi terror (laughs) was Ben Jordan. Is that the infamous MFR? Yeah, so the Nazi terror, who was um, um, uh, Brown. Uh, Tim Brown. Uh, yeah. Tim Brown, Barney Brown. Uh, yeah, uh, under under the hood. So he, uh, who had the, uh, the, 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 the ring announcer was TNT the, Todd. Yeah, TNT Todd, this, this dude who uh, they used to have run 
doing shows in Smithville at the Armory there. This guy, him and another guy was the TNT. Anyway, he was the ring announcer. So here comes Nazi Terror doing the goose step, the Nazi deal, whole German deal, everything. And uh, you can hear Greg's doing the, Greg and Troy's doing the announcing. And now we're doing commentary. You, we're doing commentary. Yeah. He's doing the. He did the now. He did yeah, the, yeah. He, Y'all were doing the commentary on the tape, and he's doing the announcement. Ring announcing. And, and he announces the Nazi terror. No, hold on. You were asking him who's up next or something like that. I believe it was. And he goes, uh, and he's looking. I guess he's looking at a flyer or whatever he's got wrote down. I he thought, probably had I, thought he or, I thought he actually. Announced him as that. I, I have to go back and watch it. Uh, I just remember, remember him going, uh, the Nazareth Terror. The Nazareth Terror. Like, who's going to break out into Love Hurts the Damn Ring, you know? And you, and Greg, Greg just goes, what? The, the Nazareth Terror? Motherfucker said Nazareth. <laughs> I didn't. Re- I didn't. I forgot oh, no. I was on commentary. When I I did that. Dropped the big F bomb. Oh my God! Clear as day. I was like, Oh no! First off, he said Nazareth terror, man. You know, now you're messing with us. <laughs> but but Greg said Nazareth terror. That's what I said. Nazareth. Oh my lord. <laughs> That is classic. It's clear as day on tape, too. I can't wait till that gets out. That is just cl- what, what in the hell did he see in a Z I? That's how you spell Nazi. My thing is, just look. Well, well, just look at the guy. He comes with the big Nazi flag, Nazis all, all over him. And you know, he, he went, yeah. Where did Nazareth come in? <laughs> how the hell did he get Nazareth out of Nazi? I don't know. I don't know. Well, well how, did, how did he even get into wrestling to begin with? That's what I want to know, because that guy, he was a goof. That TNT type yeah. guy. I don't try to talk bad about people on podcasts, but, man, he was a goof. But anyway, all right, so third <laughs> match with Shane Martin, a special referee, and Jason Falk, he was doing Tony's, what, brother or gimmick or some crap like or nephew or... Jason Falk worked Steve Morton with Shane Martin as special referee, and that's when uh, Shane turned heel on Steve. And uh, the fourth match was uh, Quentin Cobain and Bobby Lowe. And you went over Bobby. I don't even remember working Bobby there. Yeah, you said that the other day. Yeah. Uh, and, um, yeah, you worked Bobby Lowe. Huh. And then I worked Rick Markham, a, a name from the past. Rick Markham, where are you at now, Rick? Hey, was that the match where you took the, the header into the pole? Yeah, yeah. Oh, my uh, gosh. Yeah. I'll never forget that, dude, as long as I live. You hit, man, the thud. I, was, I, was, I remember I was doing commentary, and I was like, I heard it, and I said, oh, my gosh, he didn't. He just hit that pole with no hands. I mean, it was just a sickening thud on that thing. Oh. Yeah, I didn't get my hand up. <laughs> I mean, it was wow. Oh, there went 
some brain cells. Anyway, we had a chain match, and then on top was uh, Tony Flock and uh, Dante, Tommy Higgy, uh, and they worked uh, Troy and Ashley Hudson. So that was the first card at the, the Cheese Factory. Okay, I got a, I got a question for you. I, was saying, I, don't, I don't like to talk bad about people on these podcasts. I don't try to bury nobody. And, you know, I liked Ashley, but I, to me, Steven Randall tried to push him as a top babyface, and I just don't think the people got behind him. They crammed him down their throats. I mean, he got over, but he didn't. It wasn't, you know? I mean, am, yeah. am I seeing it wrong? Did I see it different? Or, to me, that's what I saw. Like I said, I like Ashley, you know? But it just, I don't think the people bought him as a top guy of the promotion. Yeah, I, I don't I don't remember. I just remember it seemed like he was on top for a long time. Yeah. I could be mistaken, but... But, I mean, he might. After I left, he might. But it just seemed like, well, the, uh, from the time they took over, and the whole, you know, then he, when I left, he was on top, and they just was pushing. But it just did. I don't know. It just he was over, but not. You know, not just. You know, yeah. Top babyface over. Yeah. And I don't know if it was. I don't know. It just seemed like that. I said his work was all right. It, I was, yeah, yeah. I just, it's just one of those things. One of those things where I don't know if there was not a connection with the people. You know, full. You know, full connection. I don't know. Like I said I could be wrong, but it just what well, you know. If I remember that it just didn't. And they and like I said, yeah. you know, Stephen Randall. You know, they loved him. They wanted him to be their guy, and they pushed him to the moon. It seemed like, or tried to push him to the moon, though. Uh, yeah, uh, like I said, I don't recall, but I just remember him being on top for, for a long time, seems like. Yeah, I think another Ashley, I, I don't mean to cut you off, change the subject. Uh, Ashley, he, I mean, he got over, actually, everywhere he went, you know, over his baby face. And, yeah, he's a good looking baby face. Yeah, but I tell you, man, accent, man you his know? best work was as a heel. He was really good as a heel. And, you know, but I mean, he had, he changed his look up and everything when he turned heel, but y'all, he looks great looking baby face, but you know, but yeah, man, if he turned heel, I think he really got better as a heel. He was a lot better as a heel, I thought. Didn't, wasn't him and, uh, Corey Williams in the 18? Oh, yes, they were, uh. The new, new South. South, man, that was over like, man, that was some heat, dude. Yeah. Man, they had, they they wore those Confederate flag, uh, I mean, the Confederate uh, soldier uniforms, and Corey had the uh -huh. best line. I don't know if Corey come up with it or not, but the best line was Corey would go, he goes, he's from down under and I'm from down yonder. I mean, it was, man, that was, you know, it, my thing is, you know, they that's one of those gimmicks that was a really good gimmick. But uh, you couldn't, it couldn't, you couldn't take it nowhere. You know? Yeah. But for local independence, man, that gimmick was awesome. Talking about some heat. Man, they got good heat. Oh, yeah. You know? Oh, man. I want to, you remember, 
When we first started running shows over Lakeview as Mid-South Wrestling, we had Kevin the Thumper. You remember Old Thumper, oh, don't you? Oh, yes, Kevin the Thumper. <laughs> old Thumper. Uh, he actually, he had the idea, or maybe he did it, or I just remember him talking one time about coming out in like this Ku Klux Klan outfit. <laughs> it's like, oh, no, Thumper. <laughs> but we were going to have him one time uh, he was working uh, we had him program some guy with a with a, uh, a redneck gimmick rebel gimmick or whatever and uh, we were going to have him come out and burn the rebel flag <laughs> was it uh, was uh, that uh, country boy Keith Brown no uh, okay. no uh, R.C. Richards Okay, yeah, 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 yes. I remember, I know the name, uh, yes. From, from Kentucky, up yeah. in Kentucky. He, he, was, he, he ran around that crew with like a Screaming Eagle, Billy yeah, yeah. Kid, all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 We, had him, we had him come in and work, was going to work Thumper. Uh, I don't even know if even say works. But anyway, we're, we're going to have him on the Rebel flag and stuff. And, and uh, Never did happen, but um, but yeah, uh, I like that gimmick, Kim and Corey, the, the new South. Yeah, that was but, good. Uh, but uh, Steve Randall took over, and they, of course, they brought in different people. Um, man, they brought in just hell, anybody, everybody you know around this area that uh, pretty much was a name on the indie circuit. And uh, I know they brought in uh, Woofy and Jamie a couple times. Me and Hot Rod work Woofy and Jamie. So it's been, so it's been me and Troy work Woofy and Jamie, but Troy, no show, man, his own show. I, mean, I don't even remember what was up with that. He would get around this guy named Steve. They grew up together or whatever. And Steve, Nich- anyway, Steve, Nichol- uh, uh, Steve Nicholson. Nichols, Nicholson? Steve Nicholson. Steve Nicholson. Yeah, and, uh, as, you know, I just, I ain't even gonna go there. I just know Troy no-showed that night, and it was like, I was disappointed, man. I was like, come on, man. I wanted us to, you know, work the Woofy and and Jamie, but uh, me and Hot Rod ended up working them, but, uh, uh, Memories from the OT factory. What out? I don't know if I got this yet. I haven't went through the text that I found so far, but exactly what happened with Gypsy Joe and this guy named Tank? You remember that? Okay, that was at the uh, old Jake's building. Oh, was it at the old Jake's? Yeah, because I was actually I did commentary on that, and I'm hoping you, hoping you get, hope you got that tape. <laughs> Okay, this is what I remember. I was doing comedy, so I saw it every bit of this match. Um, okay, so they brought this. They brought these guys in. It was one. Of, there was three of them. Uh, one of them was named Alex Payne, and Stephen Randall wanted to put him with me and be a tag team in Alex Payne. And then he had two two other guys. I think it came from like the Chattanooga area is where they came from. And one of them was named Tank, and the other one was Rawhead Rex. Okay, so uh, me and Alex worked Rawhead Rex and another guy. 
And so then, so, uh, I'll remember it's not, I remember because this much set me, me and you up to come. This might, it was me and Alex against Rawhead Rex, and I can't remember who the, the other person was. Because you can't, you ran in after, in the afterbirth and set me and you up for the comeback to the next show. Uh, but I don't know who the, who the other person was. But anyway, I remember we was on the floor. And we took it out on the floor, and I was, Alex was with who the other person was with. I was with Rex, Rawhead Rex. And I was selling, I was selling, I was selling. And that's, when I was a baby, that's what I like to do most was sell, because I just, I hate working baby face, so I just, you know, just sell. And, and uh, yeah. so I remember it was on the floor, and man, I was selling for him, selling for him, and I was like, okay, I got to get something in, you know? So, I remember I, I kicked him in the gut, I picked up a little trash can, I went to hit him, and he blocks it, and I was like, what are you doing? And he uh, grabbed it out of my hand and hit me with it, so I started selling again, I was like, what are you doing, dude? He goes, he goes, oh, he goes, he goes this is a dance, brother. I said, well, you don't lead that. I said, well, if it's a dance, uh, you're not leading the whole thing. And I, so I sold back and rolled in the ring. I told the ref, I said, we're going home now. And uh, so we rolled back in. We went home. And uh, I remember when you ran in and hit in, uh, with, the, with the kendo set, come in and started hitting me and Alex, and basically, be back, mostly got on me. I remember I was selling them out, selling, and y'all were leaving after the beatdown. And I looked at us and said, What is up with, with your uh, buddy? They said, What do you mean? I, I said, Man, he didn't want to sell for me. They said, Oh, man, he's just being hardcore. I said, That ain't being hardcore. That's called not work, knowing how to work. Exactly. You know, and, and then, so, so we go back. Then, uh, like two matches later, we go, you know, we come back out to do the commentary for the rest of the show because we was like second match or something. So we come back out and it was Joe against Tank. So they get out there and from the get go, dude just starts getting the heat on Joe, you know, selling. And, they, uh, and, and uh, he's got the bat and he's hitting Joe and Joe's selling, right? Joe's selling the whole time for him because, you know, this is a big old dude. Okay, it's time for Joe's comeback. They're out on the floor in front thing, and Joe starts getting his comeback. You know, hitting him, getting his comeback, and all of a sudden, then Joe, then Joe grabs the bat and goes to, I think he went to gut shot him, and the guy grabbed it, yanked the bat away from Joe. And as soon as he do that, man, I saw Joe's eyes just went into, like, the crate. He had these eyes of... Oh man, it was he, he had that look in his eyes. I said, "Oh my gosh!" And we was on commentary. They say, "No." So Joe grabs the bat away from the boy and hits him in the head. This is little bat hits him, shoots. I mean, and it makes this kink sound. Dude stumbles back like two or three foot, and Joe looks at him. He, come, and he, starts, he comes back at Joe. Joe, bam! Hits him in the head again. Kink. And I was like. I, and dude, I don't know what I said on. I don't remember what. I don't remember what I said on commentary. I was in so much shock. And I was like, "He's gonna kill this guy." And he, I didn't know him who he was in the ring with. Huh? Do what? He didn't know who he was in the ring with. No, he didn't know, no. I must not know about and, Joe. And that's the thing, though. That first shot Joe gave him, 
And you know, with the bat, it was a, he worked it. I could t he I could tell he worked it. You know, he worked, and the yeah. dude didn't want to sell. And he took, you know, so and he met. I hit him the second time. And I think that one dude took off running to the back to dress him. Joe was, I think he hit him like two or three more times in the back chasing him. And I remember when he went in the dressing room, dude on the dressing room, win the dressing room. Next thing I know, Joe goes in the hill dress, that little bitty hill dressing room. And, and, uh, after that, you know, I don't know what happened. And I remember I talked to Rod, Hot Rod Biggs, I think it was like the, uh, next week or something at a different show. And he was like, he said, man, they said, brother, come in there. All of a sudden, the door flies up. He comes in there stumbling. His head's split open. Blood's everywhere. And they said, oh, we look up. Here comes Joe with the bat. Trying to, he said, I'm going to kill him. I'm going to kill him. You know? And oh, I think man. it was, uh, I think Jake and some other, but they got Joe off from him and got out and drove the dressing room. But yeah, it was the craziest thing I've ever seen. And the, you know, the whole thing would have never happened if the, the, the bull would have sold for Joe. You know, he, yeah, he, you know, exactly. Joe, he, you know, Joe was selling for the guy, selling, selling, and Joe was going to get a comeback, grab the bad way. And I said that first shot Joe gave him, it was a work shot. He worked it, you know, and well, he didn't want to sell. So Joe, Joe made him sell. Uh, I sure did. <laughs> <laughs> that was the wrong person to do that with. Yep. I guess dude and the other dude came down thinking, well, we ain't going to sell for yeah, We did. ain't going to take shit from nobody. Yeah, that boy, that raw head Rex didn't want to sell for me, and Tank wanted to sell for Joe. You know? Mm -hmm. But yeah, they didn't come back. Alex left too. Alex didn't come back either. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. And I was actually going to get a push as me and Alex was actually going to get a push as a tag team, and uh, they didn't come back. So the next week, me and you came back, and I, was that the table, the match where I put you to the table? Uh, or we might have come I back. I remember you and, putting me to a table. I don't remember what all who was we, all involved. I know we came back. I might have. We might have did it two. Two matches and the the second one might have been the table because we ended it on the table. Well, I'll put you through the table. Yeah. But yeah, that Joe thing that was that was crazy. <laughs> Man, uh, oh Joe, we've seen Joe do some crazy stuff. Has the story got out about him and and uh, where was it? Dixon. Uh, Dixon? Yeah, yeah. I, I've uh, you know I think I told that on an interview I did with uh, Jeremiah Plunkett. Did an interview with me. I think I did, and then uh, I think um, I did a podcast one time with uh, oh. The kick out, I think it's kick out at two podcast. I think I might have told it on that one too. But we can, we can tell them here if you want to, because it, it's it's crazy. <laughs> so so we're in, uh, whose show was that anyway? Okay, the show uh, was in Dixon. It was a guy. Uh, I can't remember what his name was. Okay, this is how it started. The guy, he was a Mark. Him and his son. His son was actually mental. He was he was. <laughs> had some mental retardation he was i mean he you know he was he there was something wrong with the boy i'm not making fun of him or any of disabilities or nothing but he you know he was he had a he was had some kind of mental you know so his son wasn't all but his son liked wrestling and so the guy i can't remember what his name was uh he was an older fella and he wanted to run shows and he hooked up with terry rice and oh okay and then, they, right. then they had a falling out 
And so the guy decided he was going to run Dixon by himself. And he knew Lonnie Lane, so he got Lonnie to be his booker. So he was on the show. That must have been who booked me. I don't even remember now. What's that? I said, I guess that's who booked me. I don't yeah. even remember yeah, now. Yeah, was, was booking for and they ran for about two months. They did they did pretty decent for Dixon. And, uh, yeah. Um, Lonnie was booking, and Lonnie and Joe had always been tight through the years, so uh, he brought Joe in. Okay, so they did something in the match, and the old man... He was a mark, like I said. He and he, he tried to. I guess he tried to be part of the show, or something. And he was yelling at Joe to get back to the dressing rooms. I think Joe was working heel, and so Joe comes back and goes, "Who's that OMFer?" You know, and <coughs> and Ryan's like, "Oh, don't worry about him, Joe. You know, he's just a mark. He's you know, he's just a mark." Just, you know, and Joe started getting undressed, and they got come back to the dressing room, and. He was like I said, he was a goof. He he was a you know a money mark, and well, he didn't have much money. He was like, just a mark, but he and Joe was like, you don't yell at me out there in front of the fan, you know. And Joe was telling him, you know, don't make me look bad, cause I because I'm a you know he was a heel and crazy Joe. He can't have somebody yelling at him without attacking him, you know. So Joe was yelling at the, and the guy said, well, and he, did he have like a stick in his hand or something or a cane? Like and, and I think he said something like, uh, "Well, you come at me, I'm gonna, I'm gonna knock you out of there." Somebody, Joe, and I know Joe stood up and he had no clothes on. Did he? I think he had his boots yeah. on. I think he had his boots on. Yeah. That was it. And well, that's what I can't accept for his boots. Yeah, and, and Joe took off after old, uh, the old guy, and they took off running. They ran out, right out there in the foyer. And butt naked, everybody in the so everybody sees him. Yeah, here's all this yelling on the floor. So all the people in the crowd, they they're coming out in the foyer, and they're all they're like 50, 60, 70 people out in the foyer, and they're trying to hold Joe back. Joe's just swinging in the air, trying to kill this old man. And yeah, and, and there's not. I mean, there was, you know, and after that, the crowds went down. After that, you know. Cause we, uh, you know, I mean, there was kids and everything out there, and but uh, yeah, that, my lord, that Joe took off after him out there, and he was just had his uh, boots sure on. Did. I just remember sitting there going, "Oh my God, he's going out there where the people can see him." Yeah, he's out there oh. right front of everybody. He didn't care. My lord, oh man! But remember that one time, Joe. Uh, remember he? Uh, remember in. Warren Hill, it was at Sparta, Tennessee. It was Spencer. It was Spencer for Roger Howe. Man, JD I don't know what happened. But that. Man, he got into JD's butt about something, boy, and I was like, man, I don't blame JD. I would, I would just sit over and shut my mouth too. I wouldn't. I mean, JD, he JD Wolf did the right thing, cause. Yeah, yeah, he got all over him that night, and I was—I remember that because I said, "I was like, man, I hope I was—I I was like, man, I'm afraid he's gonna look over and see me and start beating me up just because, you know, just because he's mad." I know, man. Oh shoot! I tell you what, I—all the respect to Joe, man. Stephen Randall always 
because you know I did the King of Hardcore gimmick with the crown and everything. Yeah. Randall, you know you can't really call yourself a king. He'd always joke with me, I mean, just needle my ass about who you ain't worked show yet. You ain't worked show. Yet. <laughs> And it's like, I'm not going to either. What about the, uh, <laughs> no I, remember, I remember one night after we moved over to the uh, the cheese factory, and uh, I was doing commentary, and they were, they were some, it was at the end of the night, and Joe, after his matches, he'd get dressed, and I was going to, they had that little round table back over where the Coke machines were, and all the old people sit over and smoke and drink coffee. I don't know if and Joe, after he's going to go over and sit with those old people, sit there and drink coffee and talk to them and everything during the show. Yeah. I'll, never, I'll never forget this one. I was doing commentary, and they had a big schmoz at the end, and uh, it was Tony, I'm going to say Tony Fogg and Dante, I can't remember who the babyface were, and Joe had just got up from the table, was not even... Paying attention to what was going on, I guess he thought the show was over. I don't know. He wasn't paying, and he walks right by Tony, and Tony's looking it's like and Tony just drilled Joe from behind. I mean, just clobbered him, and Joe went flying and hit his head on one of them old ratty tables Jake had, and knocked oh. Joe out. And Joe was out. Damn. And and we're like for a shoot. Yes. I, I, Damn. I think well, Tony hit him, but I don't think. See, Joe, he didn't, like I said, I think Joe thought the show was over and wasn't paying attention because he was over talking and just got, was walking, I guess he was, going, he was going back to the dressing room and Tony was standing right there, he had to do something and I think when he hit him yeah. from behind, it threw Joe off because he wasn't expecting it and when he hit him, he went forward and hit one of them old ratty t uh, homemade tables Jake had sitting around everywhere and bam, Joe, Joe went to, Joe was out. He hit his head on it. Damn. Yeah, it, yeah. I mean, one time he thought he had to do something, you know. And like I so said, when he hit him, I mean, he didn't. I mean, Tony. I don't think Tony's ever stepped him by in his life. I think he just when he hit him, it, it just Joe wasn't expecting it, threw his balance off, and like I said, he hit one of them tables. Cause and uh, I was sitting there, and I was like, "What the crap?" Yeah. Oh goodness gracious! Yeah, well, I, think it was, I think it was Tony and uh, Dante was working. I can't remember who the yeah. baby faces were, like I said, and the match was over. They were having some afterbirth. And, yeah. You know, I mean, and, if he's right there, you got to do something. Yeah, I mean. you know, and I think Joe, like I said, he was out there talking, you know, Jake, and everybody sits around, sit around that old table and just drinking uh, coffee when, you know, they paying attention to matches. And I think Joe, because it was the end of the show, I think Joe just thought the show was over and just got up and started walking, you know. And Tony oh, blasted him, man, and I was like, <laughs> I was like, whoa! Yeah. I, I was going, yeah, I was going through these tapes. It was funny over there in that one corner right there. He, the, there was a, a poker machine, mm -hmm. and uh, where you just sit there on a stool <laughs> and play poker. It was one of my matches. I was working somebody. I was going through these tapes the other day, and dude threw me up on this damn. Looked like a little twin bed that they had set up over there next to this damn poker. And the old dude's playing the damn poker <laughs> right next to this bed. And dude tossing me on the bed. I was sitting there looking, looking up this guy. He was sitting there playing the poker. <laughs> I remember, uh, uh, I think it was the night I put you through the table at the old Jake's. Um, 
we were we were brawling out out there, and there was some like I said, you know, there was so much crap laying around at that building. I never forget. I was sitting there, and you was hit. You was working me, and. I, and I, I was on the floor and I went to raise up. I look up. You grab this old quilt and, and you put it on my head, dude. And it smelled like it had twenty-five dead dogs in it. And man, I was, I was like, dude, I was, brother, get this off me. It stink. It stunk so bad. I, and I was like, get, I was like, I can't breathe, man. Get it off of me. And, and, and I, was like, I was like, where in the crap did you get that from? But there was so much stuff. Just, I mean, people, y'all gotta just—it's it, crazy. If you could have seen this place, I mean, it. But I think that's what made it. That go in there, and, you know, and just, you know, there's just junk laying around. Didn't one time Jake pick up a chainsaw and chase some hills back with a chainsaw one night? Oh God! Probably. I remember seeing that. I swear, I thought I was doing commentary. I look up and I always say it was Jake and Joe, and 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 they grabbed a chainsaw. Jake was chainsaw laying up there, and all that junk just picks it up, turns it on, and they chase the bills back. The old Jakes. Oh Lord! uh, Didn't somebody knock down that little concrete? There was like a little concrete wall that came out on that backside. Didn't like crawl or somebody get thrown into it and it break off? One night. Uh, no, no. The, the very last show at the uh, the old Jake's building. Uh, I remember Jake mentioning something about this is last night, and uh, some along the lines of you know people got rough. He didn't care. Blah. Something. Something about that. So I was like, well, Jake. <laughs> The, the door to the hill dressing room. I said, it was kind of flimsy anyway. I said, Joe, you mind us if we take that out? <laughs> no, go ahead. I don't care. <laughs> so, if I'm not mistaken, it was me. The one, I don't, that last night, I think I was working with Rick Markham again, some kind of gimmick match. And I, um, uh, we did a deal where we got back there and I was going to shoot him in and he reversed and shot me in and I just took that damn door down. Boom! <laughs> <laughs> it might be not. You might, somebody took the... There's that little brick wall, that concrete... It's like a little extended out. I don't know. It didn't make any sense. I, probably at one time it was built for something. But I remember somebody hit it and like half of it just fell over. I can't remember who it was. I want to say it might have been Crawl. Maybe, or I can't remember who. Somebody hit it and it went down. But uh, yeah. I remember I I love that old the old Jake's. I remember one night I was working um, uh, Jammer, which uh, I don't know what night he. I think he was doing was he uh, doing the Jason Fault thing. I think I can't remember. I was working him, and I remember we went out. They had that big garage door on the side there open. And yeah. I was like, let's go out there. So I grabbed him. And so he, he, had, he was really green. And so he followed me. And I remember there was a uh, the trailer there. Uh, ran, oh, the, yeah, uh, ran on Steve's trailer. The ring trailer. And I picked him up and slammed him. And his, when I slammed him on the, the ring trailer, his foot went through the board. <laughs> and then I, oh, then I picked word. him back up and I went over and put him in the dumpster. <laughs> <laughs> Put them in the dumpster. Man, oh, don't you? Have you ever been working? I will. 
Me and, uh, who was it? Up in, you remember Central City, Kentucky, what was Shelby Acock? Shelby Acock, yeah, sure do. Yeah. Uh, I don't know who I was teaming with, but it was me and somebody, and we worked Mike Samples, and, uh, seemed like it was Mike Samples and uh, Shelby's boys, one of his boys that used to work. Was it Matt the Lumberjack, or was it, uh... What was the other one that had the, the, the strokes all the time in the ring? Seemed, seemed like it was him. Okay, Was yeah. one bigger than the other? Yeah. The one that had the strokes wore a hood. I think his name was David. Okay. All right. You David. For some reason, it seemed like it was him. But anyway, they don't like samples. They used to have them huge damn trash cans out there. I mean, these things were five foot tall. Nasty-ass trash cans around <laughs> ringside. And this damn Mike Samples, he fucking he threw me in one, man. Ugh. I was like, dude, what the hell? And there was no shower at that place. Actually, there was a shower at one time, exactly. but it didn't work. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know how that place was back there in the back. Goodness yeah, it would flood. Uh, when it rained, it flood. Yeah, it would flood back there. It's like, damn, you need your waiters on back there whenever it rains. Yeah. Oh, my God. But hey, you ever heard of that? It's like, dude, don't put me in this nasty-ass trash yeah. can. Hell. Yeah, that, that, that was a big old building, a good building, but, man, it was old and nasty, dirty. Old and dirty. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I liked how it was set up with bleachers going up. Oh, on, yeah, it was, it was perfect and, building for wrestling. It was made perfect. Yeah. But uh, anyway, keep keep getting off on other other That's all right. place. <laughs> but uh, so uh, and uh, back going back to uh, back to the cheese factory. Um, so you were so when did uh they put you uh Cat Taylor with you? Was it when we first went up, when they first went over to the cheese factory? Yeah, they they put me with him. So yeah, okay. When did they turn? When did they turn Troy Hill? Man, you know we let's see. Okay, Troy was babyface the whole time over the first place. Yeah, yeah, and uh, so now when we first when we first went over to the uh, Cheese Factory, he was babyface because me and him was doing the commentary the first couple of weeks. He did it with me because I was babyface, uh, he was babyface. Um and. It must have been... It went too much longer after we moved then. Over there. I'm sorry, do I? It wasn't too much long after we moved over there that they turned him because... Yeah, I, I went over... I, I went through, let's see, all of November of 97, Troy was babyface. Um, I get up to... Let's see. I believe it was not long. It was... Uh, Beginning of 98, because they put me and Troy back together and we worked with Wild Boys. Uh, for, I think, a couple of, couple of shows, we worked with Wild Boys. I think we ended it. I think the blow-off was a cage match, I, I believe. I have to go through all the tapes, but I, I know I got up to um, January 9th of 98, and we worked, uh, we worked with Wild Boys to start. Of the angle there, I believe, and I don't know how many times we worked him, but so somewhere between 
They had to have turned them in in, in uh, December, okay. I imagine. But we went back and forth. The, 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 the rest of the time they were there, um, I think I turned baby face. Uh, we both turned baby face for a while. I hate that. I hate working baby face. Goodness gracious, I hate it. I mean, you know, I'm I like calling everything. You know, I don't want to. <laughs> you know, the heel, the heel comes match, you know. I never got used to that, man. It's just, I like calling my shit, and I like calling whoever I'm working. I like calling their shit, too. <laughs> Unless they're a veteran, you know, then they yeah. get the shit in. But I never, never liked working babyface. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I know they turned me babyface for a while over at the the Cheese Factory. I'm not Cheese Factory, but the original place, they turned me baby face for a little bit. And actually, first couple of weeks, uh, I, hell, I was getting over all right, but I just, I couldn't stand it, man. Just, okay, when you worked, um, uh, when they turned you baby at the at the original Jake's building, is that when you worked yeah. uh, the, 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 the matches or program with uh, Cool Breeze? Yeah, uh, at first it was, uh, I think I worked, um, they had the Bruise Brothers and uh, Crow, uh turn on me one night, and uh, I know I think I worked a couple matches with Crow, and uh, then uh, then the angle with Breeze, yeah. Man, I tell you what, <clears throat> the worst beating I ever had was from Cool Breeze Williams. I don't know if somebody got in his ear or what and said, you need to just, you know, <laughs> I don't know, but that, that he beat me like I owed him money mm. that night. I mean, it, he was just, it was like, damn, man, that, that side, I remember that side door being up. And uh, the roll-up door and the, the ring trailer right there, and he slammed me in there, man. He was just putting the, the knees and stuff. To, I was like, damn, do I owe this guy money or what? <laughs> and you know what? I know, I think I know what it might have been. I think I might have been running my mouth a little too much or, or when I uh, did a promo on the microphone, and I called him old man. No. Yeah, I think that might have pissed them off. <laughs> That's something, you know, I, I, you know, I um, really didn't, under, you know, I've learned, you know, everything's a work, but when an old-timer, yeah. when you, if you call them old man or old, that's that's in the business, even though you can work everything else about them, talk about them, talk about their mother, talk about but if you call them old or old man, exactly. it's disrespectful. Yeah, and it, and they, it gets them, and they, they'll they'll get you. Mm-hmm. And, you know, well, I, personally, I don't. Night. You know, I personally don't understand it. You know, because everything's supposed to be a work. But so, I, but I've heard that that that's the one thing you don't do because it's disrespectful. That's you know. Yeah. That's what I've always and heard. I, and I learned the hard way too, man. I'm pretty sure that's probably and it. it. Probably and was. If, if it is, and if it is, then you know I deserve what I got. So, <laughs> but uh, yeah, when me and Breeze had a few weeks there, uh, the following week we had a dog collar match, me and Breeze, and uh, which lasted I think all of thirty seconds. Wow. <laughs> I, I, I was working Breeze over in the corner, boom, boom, boom. 
he got the blizzard out and did, got some chiseler, man, and he hit an artery. Oh. Oh, my. It was spurting on me. Oh. It looked like I had gotten color. <laughs> it was so bad. I mean, every time, I guess every time his heart beat, man, that thing just, like, oh. it, was, it was like a fountain, man, just gushing mm. out. And I remember working on going, breathe, uh, yeah, breathe. Uh, you, you're, you're, too, you're gushing or however I said it. He's, I don't know if it freaked him out. It must have because we went home like shortly after that. Wow. <laughs> mm. I, I, I had never seen anything like that and I ain't seen nothing like that since then. But man, that thing was just, he hit an artery or something up there in the man and that was just spewing out, man. Wow. <laughs> That's crazy. So I do, uh, I do, Worked a little few matches with the Breeze. Did they? Is that when they brought in the Moon Dog? Uh, oh, uh, oh, uh, Lee Hickerson. Is he the Moon Dog? Did you work him after uh, that? I worked him over at the Cheese Factory. I worked uh, okay. Lee Hickerson when he worked the, the Moon Dog okay. gimmick. Yeah, huh? I mean, they brought I in. Know. They brought in. He was. I know he did at least one shot at the uh, the old Jake's building because I remember I was doing commentary. I didn't know if they. If they brought him in, if you worked him, or because I think he's only there that one, that one night. I don't know if if you worked him or not. I didn't know. I, I, I don't know. Hell, I might have. Okay. I just know. I, I remember working over at Cheese Factory. I know they brought his uh, uh, brother uh, Billy Ray, and I worked Billy Ray a couple times over there. I worked. I know I worked a, a barbed wire match with Billy Billy Ray yeah. over there, but. Uh, um, Billy Ray just uh, friended me on Facebook. Now I'm thinking about it. Yeah, he uh, uh, the he, other day. he's had some health problems, and uh, he actually lost one of his legs. He had to have amputation. I didn't know that. Yeah, I think it was like last month. Yeah, it's another one of the brothers that uh, you know gave their gave their their gave their you know body to the business, you know, and. For all those years, and you know, and the, it's repaying us over nothing, man. And it's yeah, repaying, no, I mean, you know, we gave we gave our bodies to the business, and and yeah. you know, this is what we get, you know. So it's exactly, like I, like I, I was telling you the other day, man. I wish I'd stayed a stayed a fan, you know. I wish I'd never done it. I'm just suffering now because of it. And I, right. I just I'm really becoming bitter about it. Yeah. I just, but anyway, no, enough of the doom and gloom yeah. stuff. <laughs> well, hey, we're we're coming up on the hour, so we're going to uh, we're going to go on and in in this episode, uh, episode two of HCW, we just really got to uh, ninety eight, so we still got another year of just of uh, uh, basically of the uh, the promotion before it started. Yes, uh, dwindling down and everything. I'm gonna call it, but. Uh, We'll uh, we're gonna do another episode, episode three. So be looking for episode three on here. Uh, and uh, uh, Mark, I appreciate you coming on tonight. And uh, we're gonna get to episode number three. And uh, so everybody out there, just look for episode three. And thank you, and God bless. <laughs>